Hey, this is Chris Metzen, and you are listening to an Ego Networks podcast. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast. This is episode number 172 for Patch 5.3. This episode is made possible by OpenRaid. Our topic is scratching our heads. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. My name is Root, and I kill Throne of Thunder bosses on normal mode with my Goblin Warlock. And my name is Freckleface, and I find treasures on my Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 172 of HearthCast, we visit the remote auction house and find out how some of our listeners use it. Root deals with a bit of a strange fail. We find out some new information about cross-realm zoning. And a bunch of other stuff that may or may not come up. Who knows? It's just one of those weeks, you know? It is. You dig? Yeah, I dig it. It's the tropical storm. Are there surprises there? Yeah, and it's tropical storms. Yeah, no, I don't think I have any surprises this week. Oh, okay. I think we're I think we're pretty much unsurprised this week. I don't know what the antonym for surprised is. I'm <laughs> trying to think. Not surprised, dull, boring, predictable. Hmm. That's the opposite of surprising. Oh, it's kind of like underwhelmed and overwhelmed and whelmed. Actually, are you ever just whelmed? I was about to ask that question. Can you ever just be whelmed? I think tomorrow that will be my challenge. When someone says, hey, how you doing? And I'm going to say, whelmed. They'll say, what? Exactly. <laughs> like, because sometimes I give myself that challenge. Like, my challenge one week was to say, for this planet. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So people are like, hey, how you doing? Pretty good for this planet. Mm. You're like, nice day today, isn't it? Yeah, not bad for this planet. And it was just fun. You could change it to for this century make people think you're oh, a time traveler. Yeah. That brings up a story, but I'll get into it later. Remind me. Oh, see, there are surprises. Yes, now there's going to be a surprise. So All later right. on, remind me about I'll remind the surprise. You the end of the show. So what has been going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft, Freckleface? Success. Success yes. has been going on. Yes. Oh, elaborate. Crawling Claw. You got the butt scratcher. I did. Congratulations. Also notice the monkey's paw. Oh, monkey's paw. Yeah, that's what came up as in the archaeology journal. Oh. Very excited. It's almost level 24 because we haven't leveled that bad boy. Because nice. Because I'm getting ready to take it out PvP. Scratch some other people's butts. <laughs> Your butt scratch is going to be scratching other. Gross. <laughs> Mental image we did not need. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sound effects. That was oh, weird. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be having it in my head next time I pull that little bad boy out. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um I also got the ancient Pandaren woodcutter from the ghostly Pandaren craftsman. Ooh. Is that one of those uh lost and found things? Yes, it oh. is. I had been looking for it on the ground or something before every time I flew over, looking for some sparkly thing. And I finally actually read the text in NPC scan that says on Ghostly Painted and Craftsman. Because when he's out, he's in the Valley of Four Winds, close to where your farm is. 
he's friendly to you and he's out like he's a ghost and he's just, you know, chopping wood and you talk to him and he gives you this item. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh. Um, it sells for over 100 gold, but I think I'm going to keep it. Ooh. Just for sentimentality. Um, and sentimentality is taking up a lot of my bank space. I'm going to have to buy more <laughs> bank space. <laughs> I agree. Pretty soon. I agree. I got stuff. I'm like, I should keep that because it looks neat. And I go, oh, I'm never going to use it. Yeah. Mm. I just sold the other day a fortune card that said, never trust an honest goblin. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept that for the longest time. I thought it was funny. How much did it sell for? Oh, 10 silver. Someone bought? No, I vendored it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Right. I just finally went, okay, I need the bank space. I got to get rid of this thing. Yeah. But it took a lot out of me to get rid of that fortune card. I will tell you what. What else did I do this week? Okay, you and I ran Champions of the Thunder King quest together. And it was funny because there was an open raid um, event for it. Yes. And those had been getting really full really quickly, like the two or three that been posted per week. Because I, I like to schedule those. Yeah, and you had me like... It it's hard a, for me to find a group. Right. I don't and know why. You like you had to sign up for me because it was that <laughs> yeah. crucial. Like, it was. I like, was like, you, you, you have up. to sign up. It's going to be full. And then we were, we were the only two that signed up. Yeah. And it was funny. The guy was about to call it because we couldn't find a tank or a healer. And I had to convince him. I was like, look, dude, you really only need warm bodies for this. Pretty much, yeah. You know? I mean, five warm bodies, you're fine. Four, you could probably even do it. He's like, okay, we'll try it. So he didn't. It was fine. I think we ended up doing it one boss over because um, you and Battle Panda didn't have the quest somehow. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. Sorry. Which is fine. I mean, it's at the point where two people in a group had like 30 stones. I know. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. I mean, I still think it's an easy way to get 150 Valor. And knowing now that you don't need a full balanced group, that you just need five people who are willing to do it, I think that's going to make it easier to keep doing this expansion. I even had a uh, a bug one time where my, my pet did not respawn. Your pet did not respawn. Yeah, sometimes it does it when you like you mount or whatever, it goes away, and then when you dismount, he doesn't come back. Oh. And like I was fighting, and I have like a little warning up that tells me, hey, your pet's not up. Because I have to tell me when configured to do that. Yeah. And I was looking at the thing going, why isn't my pet? <laughs> I was like, oh, well. Some Throne of Thunder bosses somehow dismiss my pet after we pull. <laughs> it's really strange. It is. Like, we, he's there. We pull. All of a sudden, look down. My pet's gone. He got scared and hit, I guess. But <laughs> you, need, uh, you, need, you need to activate the tell me when. And I'll show you how to tell, tell, tell me when to tell you that your pet's not up. Oh, that's right. It's just sound, though, right? It can be sound, or it can be a little icon on your screen. You can do I a lot of things. To, I want it to flash at me or something. You can do it. You can make it do that. Okay. A lot of stuff you can make it do. So, how has your week been? Well, Freck, I raided. You raided? Real raiding? Raid, real raiding. Ooh, grats. Uh, went in and finished, started and finished Terrors of the Inner Springs. Toes? Toes, which I had not done, so I know it's behind, but I wanted to do it. So we did toes normal, and like knocked it out of the park. That was fun. Did you get any gear? Uh, yeah, but I don't need it. Oh, it's already below what you. Yeah, have. it's below yeah. what I have, but I got gear. And ironically, I got my shot touched weapon <laughs> from Lation, <laughs> <laughs> the one that I waited uh... and waited. I'm like. 
Thanks. At least you have closure. <laughs> well, I already got it. I got it in Raid Finder. Oh. But and then I got another the one I have is now it is better? better. Yeah. Okay. And so So you take an upgrade. No. No. No, no, no. Like oh, you you'd already got another. Yes. Oh, gotcha. I'd already upgraded from the uh shot touch weapon. Gotcha. So. Okay. And um we got some achievements in there too. And we did not get uh there's like one we we're trying to get uh that we didn't get, but basically at the uh where you don't get feared at the when you're doing the shot of fear. If all your party members don't get feared from the, you know, the pandas on the outsides and the pagodas that you get like crackled away to. Sure. If you, if nobody in your party ever gets feared, then there's an achievement everybody gets. What but, is the, what is being crackled away? You have to do the getting feared. Because when you go to the pandas on the side, okay, uh, they one of the things those guys do is fear you. Oh. And if you don't get feared by those guys, then you get the achievement. And there's actually a, an add-on for that. But it kind of looks like a, a trivial pursuit wheel, and it just confused me. So I just follow people around. Oh, yeah. That's always the best and thing. I'm like, I'm a, you understand it? Yeah, good. I'm following you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you, but anyhow. Um, and then current rating, we started Throne of Thunder. Ooh. And we got all the way to uh, and defeated um, Jikun, the big the bird boss. Sure. And uh, that was really cool. It was a lot of fun. I got a pet. You did? The sand something. Sand, I don't know. I offered it to you. And you the already... sandling? Yeah. I thought you got that at the um, the council. Maybe. maybe, maybe oh, I... You got a pet sometime in yeah, a raid. Sometime, okay, sometime in a raid. I think it was right before the council I got that. Like on the outside of it. Well, have you sold it yet? No, I learned it. Do you want to keep it or are you going to sell it? I don't know. Why? I was just, do you, I don't know. We have options. I'm just letting you know because you know. always cringe whenever <laughs> I give you something as a gift that has a monetary I value know, to I it. I do. And here you have this pet and you're not interested in pets. I'm no. just telling you, you could put it in a cage in yeah. the auction house. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it to all my like pets. To. You can't do it to all of them. I want to do all the ones that I can do it to. Yeah. Should. You'll see. Uh, but that, that was really, that was a lot of fun. It, it was so good to be back in rating. And um, uh, we I guess we're picking back up next week doing the same thing. Awesome. So, uh, well, was there anything weird that was going on in there? Yeah, it's like I guess I'm six of twelve, so that was cool. Um, no, you know, I decided also, you know, to actually bother grinding rep out, you know, finishing that up. You know, you know, in Pandaria you can get which rep? Uh, he won for. Well, I just finished. Galaxy wrap. Nice. Um, Get your scorpion mount. You know, I looked at it. Seven thousand gold. So, I got one just like it. From it's a different color. <laughs> that makes all the difference. It does. <laughs> I'll tell you what. What? When Blizzard comes through with my idea to make the mounts fly, I'll go get the scorpion mount. Ah, oh, that'd be cool. I didn't think about that. When yeah, flying about that. scorpion. Come on. Right. <laughs> You're like ha ha. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> ha um, Well, the idea pleases me. What can I say? The idea pleases me. I like that. This is good. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Um, so, what else? Uh, yeah, you and I did it also with Battle Panda. We did a, a heroic scenario. Oh, yeah. And, uh, did not do so well. 
we did okay to the boss, to mm, the end boss. You that's gotta, the most important part. <laughs> we failed the scenario. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I think you needed a healer. Yeah. I wasn't doing the um, the mechanics the right. The rapier. Yes. Rapier, whatever. Sword. Whenever <laughs> I have to interrupt something, I always get overly jumpy with the button, and I end up hitting it too fast. As soon as it's available, click it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. It yeah. wasn't working. No, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Just wait till his casting is whatever yeah, I, he's I doing. I don't have time to watch what other people are doing. Watch what I'm doing. <laughs> so, um, what else? Oh, the barons. I'm really enjoying the stuff going on on the barons. You and I were doing that. We're I'm working too. on you know the the resources and stuff, and that was fun. Um, so that's always cool. We uh, oh yes, started something at Riptide. Uh, where. At the end of this month, the person with the most wins in the Brawlers Guild will win uh, $25 in the Blizzard store. Oh. Wait, weren't you already doing a competition for item yeah, level? Yeah, that kind of fizzled out. Because, Wait a minute. Did it fizzle yeah. out because the person no, running it was no, losing? No, no, no. Are he's, you sure? No, nah, he's way ahead. Why did it fizzle then? Uh, because one of the other people just isn't competitive. And so, so wouldn't anything fizzle out? No, just the other the one per the person who was like could not be competitive would lose every week. It was like you are the guaranteed loser every week. Oh, because you had a punishment for the loser, right? They bought lunch, right? So now you have a reward for the winner. <laughs> Correct. Okay, that makes more sense. So what that means is, uh, I'm in the Brawlers Guild, ah. fighting in the Brawlers Guild. So I'm like level three, which is nothing, but. <laughs> But I'm enjoying it. You know what's kind of cool is when I was doing the Brawlers Guild, uh, there was a warlock who was in front of me in line. Okay. And um, he was uh, ahead of me in bosses. So I was able, able to watch what he was doing. Oh, gotcha. And learn from his pitiful mistakes and stuff. Did you heckle him? No, no, not at all. No. Uh, and I was buffing people, giving them dark intent. You know? Ah. <laughs> and uh, one, one uh, point to make. Have you been in the Brawlers Guild and fought yet? I've not fought. I've All right, watched. so so the deal is like you go in, and you talk to the dude on the side, and you go, "Hey, I want to queue up for a sure. fight." As soon as you're done fighting, you need to go talk to the dude again, right? And say, "Hey, I want to queue up for a fight." Right. Well, because like the first time it happened, I fought and I won. I'm like, "Woohoo!" When is it my turn again? <laughs> when is it my turn? How come that guy fought twice? Okay, I missed something. <laughs> well, if it's your first time, you have to fight. Well, no, I went in and I fought and I won, and then it. Ports you back out, and you're right there on the side, right? Right. You have to go tell the guy you want to fight again. Every time you win a fight, you have to tell the guy, I want to fight again. What did you think would happen? That I would be auto-queued for the next fight. Until I left. There's no auto-queue in WoW. There should be. There's not. What if people aren't ready? What if you got to take a bathroom break? Well, then you remove yourself from that queue. You should just auto-queue for the next fight in the Brawler's Uh, Queue. All right. It's a waste. I got to go talk to the guy. I don't want to talk to the guy. I already talked to him once. I shouldn't have to talk to him again. I'm there to fight, yo. You got to get it. into the immersion. A real fighter would have to assess at the end of the battle whether or not he's up for another one. No. A real fighter will fight to the death regardless. You should know this. You should just say, you're fighting again. Obviously, I mean, you need to watch Deep uh, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. Why? Because there's one there's one place where, where Worf is taken he has to fight against uh Who's that? Oh is that the guy with the crinkle head? Yeah, turtle head, yes. Not tur no, with the peak in the middle? Peak in the middle. Where it like um makes like a peak. Makes like a peak. Yeah. 
There's like a peak going down the center of his forehead. What on earth are you? Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> You're the guy who looks kind of angry. Kind of angry. Uh-huh. Spock? No. No. I know who Spock is. The Klingon Wharf. I think so. Okay. <laughs> You've not seen his forehead? It's got like a... Um, Does it have ridges? Like Ruffles yeah, has ridges? ridges. Yeah, it's a turtle. It's like a turtle shell on his skull. That's not what turtle shells look like. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> I'm in pain. I'm sorry. I'm not a Trekkie. Well, there's there's an episode where he has to fight some Herogen, which are some creatures who are bred for battle, like even more intense than Klingons. And he doesn't ever give up, even though he should, because he's a true warrior, which was the point in that. Why I should auto cue? Oh, well. Because obviously I'm a true warrior. As long as you don't touch me, I'm good. Okay, but wow, you're wasting your spot in queue if you can't actually if you're not actually ready to go. Yeah, well, it tells you like you're yeah. up next. So I'm just saying. They could change it and make it a ready check, you know. Give you ready checks, like, you ready? If you don't click yes, and you're out of queue. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I didn't know. And so I sat there for like five minutes while another guy fought in my spot, and I didn't know I was supposed to go queue up back up. And I was like, what the? So, so yeah, a productive week, man. I'm enjoying it. I am Good. really, really enjoying it. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Scratching our heads, things that just don't make sense. Brought to you by Open Raid. Go check out Open Raid. Do a lot of cross-realm reading like I do. You can do the, the bosses like we're talking about, the champions, uh, the freckle-face and I ran. You can do challenge mode stuff, cross-realm rating. It's a lot of fun. Go check them out. Get your account going today. Every once in a while, we like to make some of these little wacky lists. Wacky? Yeah. Every so often. Every so often. <laughs> More often than not, Freck, I think we do the wacky More list. More often than not? Yeah. All right. So, Fair yeah. enough, yeah. Now, this is all spurred by me trying to open my lockboxes. I have like three or four lockboxes. There are pains that I'm about to open now. Right. And I'm not on a server where I have a rogue anymore, so I don't have that to send to. This was the week. 50% off. Well, but my rogue is Alliance. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, so I have been trying to figure out how can I open my own lockboxes. I looked up on Wowhead, and I found the engineering item that works as an explosive to open your lockboxes. What? Yeah. Really? Really. You blow the box open? Blow the box open. That's cool. Sometimes it blows up in your face, apparently. And people have died from it. Because <laughs> they opened two boxes but, in a row. But do you get the box open? Because that's worth dying if you... I, I think you just lose the item. You lose the box? No, not the box. You lose the item you're trying to open with. Oh, You oh, just, oh, like, oh, waste oh, that okay. item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I found the recipe for that. I sent the mats off to an engineer to get those back. Getting back in the mail, engineering use only. Oh. I'm like, oh. I was like, okay, well, a lot of engineering items are engineering use only. <laughs> I should have expected that. And then I found... I don't laugh at me. No, I'm not. I'm laughing at the situation because... Okay. It's, I, no, keep going. And then I found on Wowhead the Ghost Iron Skeleton Key. Yeah. So it opens lock boxes right. and things like that. I'm like, cool, I'm going to give me some keys. I'm going to open up all these boxes. So I had me some keys made, sent them to dead guy, and he mails me the keys. Blacksmithing is only. 
I'm like, excuse me. Since when <laughs> I have to know blacksmithing to put a key in a lock? <laughs> so. I d- the engineering stuff I understand because they make tinker stuff and you need to have some knowledge about the technology to be able to operate it. Just like you need a little bit of computer expertise to use a computer. Just a little. Just a little. So with engineering, do you have to be the level engineer to use the level item? Like if you're level 400 engineer uh-huh. and there's a level 450, do you have to be that level to make it and use it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if you're an engineer, right, and you're right. like, let's say you're 450 and I'm 400, and I send you the stuff to make, hey, can you make that for me? And I can't use it. Why? Why? I don't know. It's for personal use, I guess. Uh, but that's why engineering has been tough as a profession to make money because a lot of their stuff that's really cool and probably a lot of people like to be able to use. You don't engineer only. Engineer only. Yeah. But now I understand why I'm shaking my head because that yeah. thing just. <laughs> And I understand about the engineering. I do. I do not understand about the keys. It doesn't make any logical sense to me, for one thing. Uh, and then also, player-wise, I don't want to have to ask somebody every time I want to open a lockbox. I know this is probably similar to what I said a few weeks ago. Like, I don't want to ask people this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern, Frack. You don't like talking <laughs> to people in the game, do you? Well, it it makes it more complicated. Yeah. I mean, if you were a blacksmith and you could put up those keys in the auction house and people would buy them, right. I think it would be easier for them to make money. Sure. And if I just was able to keep keys in my bag every time I got a lockbox, just able to open it instead of you know waiting until I found someone physically to mail it to or to see and uh, do the little trade thing. If there was like a uh, dark alley in Dollaran yeah. that had a rogue in it that would open your lockbox for you. Ooh. Would you go there to get it done? Maybe not Dalaran. Why not? That's far. I know. Not really. There's a portal to it. Well, that's true. In the shrine. Just go yeah, to the portal. You're there. That'd be interesting, though. Yeah. Do you have to pay him? Of course. How much? Uh, four gold, 12 Silver. What if you had a chance to be tried to attack you sometimes afterwards? <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> like you try to be like, oh yeah, sucker, I'll just stab you in the back and take your box. <laughs> nice. That'd be funny. So that was our first shaking our heads. Why do you have to be a blacksmith to put a key in a lock? Yeah. So as characters in the WoW, we have amazing abilities. If you're a mage, you can blink, which means you can like teleport yourself in the distance. Boo-hoo. You can teleport yourself to different cities, and um, you can make a portal to different lands. Yeah. But you can't, you can't, you're like running along, and you get to a hill, and it's it just, it's just a little bit too steep. <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite get it. <laughs> I can't walk over this tree branch. I can levitate, but this hill's too steep for me. <laughs> That's the same with, like, uh, goblins. You can rocket jump, but not over that rock right there. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Number three, you need to take down a ghost. Yeah. Hit it with the sword, because that makes <laughs> complete sense. It's a specter, and you can hit it. Hit the sword. Or you can fight fire elementals with fire. Wouldn't they just absorb that? Apparently not. Apparently not. Hmm. Like, I was riding my rocket. Right. And we went in the water, 
it kept going. Like the little fire is still coming out. So the laws of fighting fire with fire do not exist. Number four, you ask the Sun Reavers, can I buy this rock from you? Just a common rock. Common rock. What do they say? Nope, we don't trust you enough. You have to be honored with us. Buy a rock? For the um, the loot run scenario. Oh. When I'm just thinking, it's called a common rock. All you do is throw it. It sets off traps, though, or something. Yeah, but it, it it's a motion center. Yeah. It's traps. Yeah. So they don't <laughs> let you buy their rocks. You can't buy a rock. Are you crazy? Something that makes me shake my head a lot is an undead priest. Why is that? Well, if you think about it, in order for them to heal, they hurt themselves. Because they're undead. Yeah. And so anything that's like healing powers is not good. Yeah, that's true. It's an oxymoron. So, yeah. See, they're undead and they're a priest. Hmm. Of all the race-class combinations... You shouldn't have an undead priest. No. No. Although I rolled one. Shadow priest. Oh, I did too. I have an 85. I think he's two. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that counts. What about level restrictions on weapons and gear? Hmm. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, it's kind of like, sorry, son, you can't wear these sandals. You're too young. Hmm. You gotta think more like, okay, you you want you know you're forty, you want to wear these boots, either scale them down or you don't get the benefits of them. You know, I should still be able to equip it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't qualify for that. What? They're just boots. Let me put them on. Well, how does a dress give you more intellect, anyways? Though. Well, it's magic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're so accepting with that. Oh, well, okay, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sometimes it is the answer, magic. Magic. Just go. With just it. go. Uh, here's a personal one to me. As a warlock, I need two other people to help me summon. Come on. That's a total of three people to summon somebody. By then you've got half the group, more than half the group there. Right. You know? You don't need anyone else to have you summon demons. Right? Right. Or a soul well. To give yeah, my gumdrops out. souls. <laughs> Not a hellstone thing, whatever it is. It's soul well, yeah. But you're right. I don't need anybody else to help me summon demons. How come I got to have a total of three people to summon another player? That don't mean no sense. I don't know. How many players does it take to summon somebody at a summoning stone? Two? Two. <laughs> How can we need three to be a warlock? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Magic. Unmagic. Oh. Yeah. So that one makes me shake my head. Another thing I shake my head at is our very own Hearthstone. It's in our bags. It's the most, probably one of the most important pieces of gear you can have in the game. Yeah? Yeah. Why has it got to take up bag space? Why can you actually vendor that thing? <laughs> You can you can drop it, you can delete it, you can get rid of it. You got to go buy another from an innkeeper. Right, right, right. Why? Just give me a button somewhere on my UI to click, or a spell, 
something. I have a cool Hearthstone on my my um on my rogue. You know, you get that that other the one. Archaeology, yeah, yeah. The innkeeper's daughter. Yeah. It just has like a better animation. <laughs> it still takes you back to the same place you're. I know it does. It always gets me is you're not allowed to take a flight path to places you haven't been. I kind of get what they're trying to do in game wise. I mean, I don't. They want us to explore you're more. Still going to explore. That's the thing. I mean, because like when I take on a flight path, because I do take a lot of flight paths, and I look around like, oh, oh, uh-huh. and sometimes I go, man, I wish I hadn't taken this because I want to go down there, and I, I remember it and I go back and I fly there. Oh, the logic of it is like you get out of the airport in a new city. And you're not allowed to take a taxi to your hotel. You have to walk there first. <laughs> right? <laughs> Once you get there, you can take a taxi back. <laughs> now, if you remember it uh, towards what? Part of Mr. Pandaria, you, you, they were all unlocked. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't really mean to do that. So we're pulling that away from you guys again. <laughs> Well, they had let you do that during Cataclysm because the way they reset all the flight points. Right. If they had if they hadn't done that, people would have been stuck out in the middle of nowhere. So they allowed it, and they allowed it for a whole expansion and a half before they took it away. Because we didn't really mean to do that. It's just something yeah, we like, had. Like, if it hasn't broken the game, right. an expansion and a half, I don't know why they didn't just leave that in there. But My thing is, was this. I've got quests that I'm following, right? That means I'm going to do my quest in my little local area. I'm not right. going to go fly clear off somewhere else and go, what's over here? Right. Because if I go fly off, clear somewhere else and go, what's over here? Usually when I land, I'm like, people are way up higher level than me. I'm going back to where I just came from. Bye-bye. You know? Yeah. Didn't really mean to be here. Sorry. And, you know, speaking about running from place to place, you can run, like, forever and not get tired. Like at sprint speed. Yeah. Like, yeah. just just go to town. Yeah. Run, 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 and run. But yeah, if you swim in like deep water, you fatigued. You'll die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you can run. Unless it's dark again. Water. Like if you had water walking, you run on top of the water. If that water is dark, you're going to get fatigued. That's right. Even if it's your mount. Yeah, your mount get fatigued. Yeah. And then you die. Speaking of fatigue, have you ever died when you're already dead? Say what? Have you ever died when you're already dead? That's what I thought you said. No, I haven't. I haven't. I was, <laughs> okay. I'm confused. If you go out far enough where they actually die of fatigue, and then you try to go back to your corpse, you will die on the way to your corpse, even though you're already dead. Did you try to run to the the dinosaur island uh, or swim to it? I think you can swim to it. It wasn't there. It was somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I swam to it. Yeah, help me out on this one a little bit, Fred. Okay. Because I may not know enough about hunters here. Uh, pets, your companion pets, you feed them. I see you do this, right? It's a happy pet snack. Right. You you, you feed little, them. You see the little heart above their heads. I did see the little heart. Yeah, but you, you feed them, right? Yeah. Um, can you feed your hunter pet? You can. Okay. You used to have to. Right. I remember that. You don't have to anymore, but you still but you can. can. All right. Yeah. So you can you can feed your hunter pet, right? Yeah. You can feed your companion pet, right? Yeah. You don't have to feed your mount. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't feed my minions unless you call the souls of the people they kill food. I think it is. <laughs> They're like devouring and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But so you wouldn't be able to feed your mount. That'd be kind of cool. Remember, you used to have a carrot on a stick and stuff, make your mount go fast. I think you give your mount some food, and buff it up. 
Go mm. faster. Go faster. Oh, and lastly, I don't understand this. Why do animals at different levels drop different types of meat? There are level 5 pigs. And there are level 55 pigs. They will not drop the same type of meat even though they're both pigs. Well, do you consider level equivalent of like age? No. Oh, okay. Because I'll say like if you were like a 5 and a 55, you might get some like younger... I don't know what you want to say the word. <laughs> Do you look at our level as age? Sometimes, yeah. Oh. Do you not? I see it as a progression of time, not necessarily age, uh. specifically. Well, well I don't I'm think just I'm saying, like, you know, nine years old. You would get, like, aged beef off of an older cow, maybe. It, maybe some venison off of a younger one. If you maybe, but um, at not lower, venison, that's deer. At that's lower veal. levels, you fight things like uh, gnolls and the kobolds and things like that. Yeah, don't take candle, and they're yeah, and they're not necessarily younger, they're just weaker. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, so I'm saying is a cow is a cow is a cow, you should be able to pick up some meat for that. Now, I think the type of dish you prepare with the meat should be able to be increasingly complex. Like if you only have level 10 skill cooking. You can only make something very basic that gives you a very minor buff. Sure. If you have a very high-level skill cooking, you should be able to take that same meat and make very powerful food out of it. Okay, yeah. Instead of having to find But you don't want to get like all, like all intricate and go, I need a level 84 brown cow side of beef. No, that's the opposite of what I'm saying. Are you saying any cow should give you the meat? Yeah, like what? No. what's a cut of meat? Uh... Tenderloin. Okay, so like you yeah. could get a tenderloin out of any cow. I don't think cows have tenderloins. Well, I just asked you what a cut of meat was. Yeah, I know, but you can say alpha. Regardless, I started saying, yeah, you should be able to get that cut off of whatever animal falls off, yeah. regardless of the level of the animal. Yeah. I'm tracking you. Okay. Same way. Or maybe it's just generic like meat. cow meat, and then at level 10 you make a hamburger, and then at level 400 you make filet mignon or something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are strange things. There's a lot of stuff in in in, in WoW that you just you leaves you scratching your head. It does. I think that's one of the beauties of the game, though. Like stuff sometimes doesn't make sense, and you kind of go, "Huh?" Right. And you just yeah. kind of you know, because obviously these you know these 13 things we've talked about aren't really super game and impacting except for the keys and maybe the flight points and maybe the summoning and okay some of them, <laughs> some of them are. maybe the undead well, priest are is just, bothering me and <laughs> some are just kind of funny to think about and we know they're just there for player convenience but or inconvenience or like inconvenience dying when you're dead yeah but it's fun to just sit there and be able to go well, all right you just accept huh. it and go on you know like us at facebook.com slash hearthcast. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. Now, we talked about at the top of the show, Frank. Occasionally, we like to remind people about things in the game that some people just maybe either forget about or don't use on a regular basis. Uh, as such, we're talking to talk about the uh, remote auction house. It is free. It's available on your on your web browser. 
on your smartphone, on your tablet. I think you're looking up something now on it. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. Um, but here's some of the features you get with the remote auction house. It's around-the-clock access to the auction house via web or mobile app. You can bet on stuff. You can buy stuff. You can create auctions, all that in real time. There's no requirement to be in a city to access the auction house. Uh, you can be camped out wherever you're camped out. You can just use the, the auction house right there on your phone. You can easily traverse between your faction's auction house and the neutral auction house just by clicking a button. It's so awesome. You have combined bags. You have a combined mailbox and bank slots. It's all into one large inventory list for easy access. You don't have to run back and forth between everywhere to get your stuff. It's all right there on your phone or your device or whatever. You have a unique ability within the remote auction house to relist expired auctions. If you get something that doesn't sell, you just hit the button to relist, and now it's relisted. You have a one-click collect gold button. So you see all the gold that comes in from your sold auctions. You can just collect the, the gold right there. Click the button, you collect the gold. You don't have to go to the bank or the uh, mailbox, rather, to pick up that gold. You can review your competitor pricing. So if you're going to list something, you can see what everybody else has it listed at right then and there, and you can set yourself a competitive price or set up some defaults to undercut stuff by a particular amount, percentage or copper or whatever. And it's easy to track all of your auctions. You can maximize your profits. And as they say, time is money, friend. Now, Frag, I know I just called you out like on the show right now for right. actually using the remote auction house. How are some of the ways that you use it? Because I see you use it probably more than I do. Just to sell stuff, I don't feel like getting on. All right. I don't really do a lot of flipping. Okay. But if I have several stacks of stuff to sell, like the ghost iron bars, I don't like to put those all up at once because... You don't want to flood the market or no, just... No, I don't do that. I'm sell it. Keep it competitive. Yeah, keep it competitive. Mm-hmm. So I will post one, wait till that sells, post another stack. Oh, so you do like a stack at a time? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So I use the remote auction house to have constant auctions now see what i will do uh if time permits when i'm at at work or on breaks or whatever the case <laughs> might be um you know i'll keep a browser window open on like wow auction or undermine journal or some of these other places that i can go in and i can see uh, what are, what some current pricing is for stuff that's selling on the auction house if i see something that is like grossly uh under under listed, you know, it's cheaper than it should be. I would go buy that and then immediately flip it. And so that's I've made I haven't done that in a while. Um, but when I was doing it on a more regular basis, um, yeah, I was making just I would laugh because I was making thousands of gold during the day. You know, nice. I was like, this is kind of nice, you know, and and literally just literally looking up and going, let me look. Oh yeah, look, that's really underpriced. Why do they have that up there for that? That thing's going for like four times that amount. And I'll go buy it and relist it for four times the amount and then get that thing sold. So I did ask a question out on Twitter, and uh, we do have some responses about how some other people are using the remote auction house. Some dude says, I use it to flip things or buy ore to smelt and list later. And stuff tends to be cheaper in the mornings. Cosmic Curie says, I browse Undermine Journal for great deals while at work, then flip them using the app. Okay, that's the same thing I do. So that's cool. Yeah. Trimble IRL says, I use it just to see if stuff sold on alts. Just convenient. Don't have to flip around. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And Bone and Arrow 13, which is Nick from the Eviscerated Gaming Podcast, says, Buying cheap ore constantly, 
Then in game, I prospect and sell all the goodies that are found inside. That's awesome. I mean, one of the things I really like about it is the combined bag space. Because a lot of times when I'm out like um, mining or skinning, you get so much. And as a goblin, I'll call my pack hobgoblin dude over and just offload stuff from my bag to the bank. Aren't you glad he found out about it? I really am. (laughs) And here's the cool thing that I really like. You get what, like... Three minutes with the guy, so it's not one a, minute. One minute, okay. You need to be able to feed him and stay around there you more. Go, right? <laughs> he leaves in the middle of when I'm doing stuff. Well, here's the thing that I do, and here this might be like a little tip for you or anybody okay. else. Sorry, when I know I'm going to be out skinning or mining or whatever, then I make sure before I go out, I'll be like over in you know by my bank, and I would try to keep one of the ore that I'm mining, like one um, ghost iron ore. One black trillium and one white trillium. Okay. And then one skin. All right. I keep those in my bank at all times. Not a stack, a single one. I know this, this look is confusing. It's wonderful, right? Then when I get a bunch of this stuff in my bags, I'm out in the field doing my, my, my thing, and I call the pack hobgoblin over. I like run to him. Could you do that? Do you wait for him to come to you or do you run to him? Because I run. I take like a couple steps. Let's, let's go now, buddy. What are you talking about? He's right there. No, he take, he like waves and walks over. And when he first waves and before he starts walking over, you can't interact with him. You're too far away. Oh, okay. So I, I eliminate that step. Because <laughs> okay. it's all about the business, right? Then, freckle face, with the beauty of bank stack, alt-shift-click, bam, I stack from bag to bank. Oh, that's right. So all my yeah. stuff that I need to stack over there is automatically... Right on over. Does it do it like if you had two stacks of leather in your bag? Yes. So it'd send over both those two stacks? Yep. Oh. So I do that. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. That's why I keep the ones over there. Ah. Smarts. But then you're taking up a bank space. I'm just trying to get it out of my bag so I can go get more. Oh. Then I'll go get more. And then later on in the day, I'll look, because it's all combined bags now in a remote auction house, then I'll just sell a bunch off. You know how when you use bank stack to reorganize your bag and it tells you how many moves it's going to make? Yes. It usually does about 50. Okay. One day it, it was going to do 20,000. Yes. I have a screenshot of that. Cross realm zoning just, messes it oh, up. Oh, okay. It was just yeah. shifting back and forth and back and forth. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. Go home, bank stack. You're drunk. <laughs> Cross realm zoning messes bank stack up completely. Oh, okay. It, it'll just go on perpetual. I have a screenshot of like, like same thing, 200,000 moves. I'm like, what are you? What? So, yeah, it's Crossroom Zone that does that. Oh, okay. So, there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, let us know how you guys are using a remote auction house because it's a lot of fun. I know Cold had reposted that on Twitter or retweeted it rather on Twitter, uh, the comment I asked today, or the question I asked today. Uh, so, yeah, let me know how you do it. I know a lot of people use it like on buses or trains when they're commuting or driving around or, you know, sitting down in a meeting. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, does that happen at your meetings? No, I've, I've seen people do it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. CEO's in a meeting and it made that little when you want an auction chime sound. <laughs> and I was like, hey, let me show you how Busted. to turn that off. <laughs> not not no, you can continue browsing. You just need to turn a chime off of that thing. Right. And you'll be good to go. So you know, speaking of him, right? Right. I walked into his office uh this week one time, actually a couple of times. And he bought like a really, 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 really nice gaming laptop. 
And we have a, I mean, he's got a, a very nice work computer laptop that, you know, we designed for him. But the gaming laptop is like this Razer Edge or whatever they call it. It's a really nice gaming laptop. However, his work laptop logs into WoW like 10 times faster than his gaming laptop. Okay. And so he's showing me this. He goes, look at this. Let me show you how fast I log in on, this, on my work computer. I was like, okay. He, number one, I'm going, you have WoW installed? Okay. Uh-huh. I don't even have WoW installed, but okay, that's fine. He logs into WoW. He's camping out a rare, the guy that drops that 500 thing <laughs> that we talked about a couple weeks ago, the gym that gives you the plus oh, 500. Okay. He's just right there camping. Hmm. I'm like, oh, you're camping that guy. Okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, let me ask you a question. If uh, if he'd been there, would you would you have interrupted everything we were doing and killed him? He's like, well, yeah, it only takes me three shots. But you know. <laughs> I was like, all right, just, just ask it, right? So today I walked by his office, had to talk about some stuff. And I look in the corner. He's got a big monitor, too, a single big monitor. Mm-hmm. And the cool little lower left-hand corner of his monitor, like, like as small as you could possibly get, is wow. <laughs> and I look. And he's on his little mount, and he's camping the guy out. Still. <laughs> I'm like, you really want that plus 500 thing? He's like, absolutely. So Nice. Yeah. So for guys, you the top of the show to remind me to give you the surprise. So if you want to remind me about the surprise, it'd be, be Oh, cool. hey, what yeah. was the surprise you're oh, hey. <laughs> That's pretty Share cool. Share this. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. So, um, you know, you, you know, you have like the, as a kid, you, maybe you did or you didn't, but you go on the road trips with your parents. Yeah. All right, so this is one of those type of stories. I'm like 13 years old, right, going on the, the family road trip. I and, bet you had an empty middle seat. Um, I was one of three. I was always in the middle. Well, yeah. Sorry. Go it's ahead. okay. So <laughs> we're driving through, like, uh, the mountains in, like, Tennessee or someplace, right? Cool. And, you know, we, you know you're, like, looking at the clouds. You're driving up in the clouds, and you're down. Or, and we get to this town, you know. And we like stop at the town. We don't really don't know where we're at because it's like, you know, pre GPS days or anything else. Sure. And so my dad asked this guy, you know, like, hey, uh, what's what state is this, by the way? You know, the guy's like, well, you know, Tennessee or whatever you guys said, North Carolina, whatever, whatever he said. And my dad goes, oh, OK, cool. Uh, what time is it? Because, you know, time zones change and everything. Mm-hmm. And the guy told him what a time it was. And I walked away and I looked at the guy and I go, but what year? And he, like, <laughs> and he tells me the year. He like looks at me this really cool, weird look and he gives me the year. And I turn around. My dad's already walking away. And I turn around and I go, Captain, it worked. <laughs> and everybody's like looking at us like, what? <laughs> so my dad's like, just get in the car. You know? <laughs> Yeah, so oh, I guess. that's funny. Yeah, I guess. You, Maybe he had to be there. I don't. That guy probably remembers that. No. He might. Yeah. You never know. He's probably dead by now. But oh. <laughs> looking for fail PST. This ties in to what the CEO is doing. So you, this, the rare, the Shekslalaka rare guy, the guy who drops at a five hundred uh, stats thing, five plus five hundred all stats, right? Right. Um, so I've been camping him. You know, every once in a while I fly by, check him out. He's got a little itty-bitty box right below Vale of Blossoms that he spawns at. And I went there one day, and he was there. Most of the time, he's not. There he was. I killed him. He didn't drop the thing, but he was there, and I killed him. It was cool. And so sometimes when I log off, I will park myself there. And when I log back in, there I am. 
right? So I get a free shot to see if he's there. So I do this the other day, and I was having some problem with the, with the G13. It, for some reason, wasn't loading up the WoW profile, so my buttons weren't working, which is rather annoying. Okay. So I was like, why isn't this doing it? And then it loaded up like really old default profile. I'm like, no, no, wrong profile. So while I'm fighting that little battle, an Alliance Warlock comes up and starts AoEing the spot where the guy spawns. Uh. And I'm looking at him like, you know, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Kind of like professional courtesy. If the place is camp, leave, leave, you know, don't. For five minutes, Freck. I watched this guy keep up a continual rain of fire. Nice. Before I left. I was like, this this guy just rain of fire, rain of fire, rain of fire, rain of fire. Why rain didn't you rain of fire back? It was more fun to watch him just rain of fire, rain of fire, rain of fire, rain of fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like looking at him like and then so you know you can't talk cross faction because you right. you refuse to let Blizzard let people do that. And so I decided well, I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna do a say, right? But okay. then I'm like, maybe, maybe he's like well versed in the keck thing, right? <laughs> and so when I did the say, I did like total gibberish to him already. Nice. To let Blizzard's translator try to translate whatever gibberish that is. I think it's random. Could very well be. I think be. there's a few words like keck, LOL, right. But know. other than that, I'm pretty sure it's random. <laughs> <laughs> so but five minutes. For and this guy you got a like a nine percent chance he's gonna drop the big loot. Right. And you're gonna rain a fire for five minutes. He wanted it. Yeah. He won. You let him win. Uh, you walked away. I flew away. Well, yeah. Yeah. Big difference. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I guess I think that's when you and I went to go do uh, something over at the, the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, <laughs> Barons. We went over to the Barons right. to do some of the collecting over there. Uh, so, But gotcha. it's, it's, it was just one of those things. Like five minutes. I'm like, really? I would have helped you camp. No, because then you might get it. I don't want it. Yes, you do. Plus five hundred all stats. Eh, don't really care. Yeah. <sighs> I would give it to you if we if it came down to it. Well, well, maybe you will. Wow! News for the casual player. Newsflash: Dark Moon Fair is now a cross realm zone area. Did you notice? You were in the. Dark- I didn't notice. You didn't notice like there's more people. Well, uh, you may not have picked up on the fact that there's more people around you. I don't pay attention to the people. Well, now. There's more people around you when you go to Dark Moon Fair because it's now a cross-realm zone area. So people that you would battle tag, grapple group, however cross-realm zoning works, there is going to be more people there in their Dark Moon Fair who are, I know you don't really compete for resources there, but, you know, whack-a-mole and everything else. Well, there's the Death Cage. Right. Yeah, the fighting. Have you been in the Death Cage? Yeah. I've never done it. I went in there the other day. What happens in a Death Cage? It's all PvP. You can fight yeah. anybody who's in there. Well, cool. Even Ever. members of the same faction? Yeah. Oh. Then you could talk to them. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you can yeah. be like, wow, yeah. when you kill you them. You can be like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, but now you might find more people to go fight with because now it's cross-realm zoned automatically. And, and yeah. the importance of this is you have to understand that this is a technology that, that the Blizzard is embracing and extending. So... Realms that are, are, you know, lower population are going to benefit from this most. But the bigger thing to take from this is that since Blizzard is doing this to this Darkmoon Fair, more stuff's coming. Uh, there's, you know, they will systematically 
start to cross realm zone stuff more and more and more. Now here, taking it to the extreme, um, I logged into Planet Side Two for the first time ever uh, this week as well. Cool game. I actually followed the development of Planet Side One. Uh, the basic of it is it's a first person shooter MMO, and there's a constant battle going on between three factions. Constant fight, 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 fight. The first time I logged in, I was I was like, man, we are just kicking butt. This is awesome, I'm having a blast. Second time I logged in, we're getting our butts handed to us. I'm like, what? This is really crazy. How can this change and differ that much? Then I noticed that it shows you how much of the faction is logged into that server at any one given time. Like it would say, out of the blue, red, and yellow, like yellow's got 20%, blue's got 40%, and then, you know, red's got 40%, whatever. Then here's a problem. This is where I'm taking it out to the extreme. Because this is now a free-to-play MMO, and because they have merged all these servers together, you can actually have a character in each of those factions. So if you log on and you're getting your butt handed to and you realize that you're in the red faction and the red faction has only got like 10% of the server population, you can just log off of that character and log on to one of the characters that's in the winning side uh. and go win. That's what I don't like. And, uh-huh. and the extreme to that is is with the cross-realm zoning happening the way it's happening and the ability now to have a character on a horde and alliance... If you get in a situation where you're being pressured or if you're in a PvP server that the that one faction happens to be dominating at the time or a zone or whatever, you can be able to do the same thing. You'll be able to go jump on the other factions and just do your thing. So the bigger picture than why it's important for casual players is to understand this is a technology that's going to be extended, embraced, and then worked upon and, and bugs worked out of. So You're listening to Hearthcast. So, Freck, what is coming up with us this week in uh, the world of HearthCast? This Friday, we have our meetup at Ferkin and Kegler. Oh, I cannot wait. feels like forever because there's five-somethings last month. Yeah, there's five Fridays last month. So. Yeah. Seems like it's been longer. It has yeah. been. Well, it seems well yeah, I guess it has been yeah. longer. Anyways, so it's Friday, 6 p.m., Ferkin and Kegler. In Orlando. Come on, see us. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. Did we find out there's a chain, but there are like Firkin and something? Yeah, they're Firkins and something Something else. Everywhere. And like everywhere else. Yeah. So we have the only Firkin and Kegler. Correct. But you might have a Firkin and something in your neighborhood. <laughs> you might. They're pretty cool. And not, I mean, they're all, I don't think they all have the same concept that ours does, but they're all cool in and of itself. So. Right. We're going to go. We're going to have a blast. Usually is a, is a, a good crowd that comes out there for that. Hoping to see some people who haven't been there in a while. That's what I like about the WoW meetups. You, you know, you actually get to interact physically, see people, and mingle and chat. IRL. Yeah. Yeah. Socialize. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> you actually get to physically socialize with people, and it's really right. it's important, I think. So that's cool. I'm really looking forward to that. We are looking forward to the next contestant for HearthCast AOE. If you are available for about 15 minutes between 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday and would like to challenge either myself or Root, send us a voice message and you can do that through the SpeakPipe app, which is right on our website, hearthcast.com. You just click on the icon on the right and you don't have to install anything, you don't have to register for anything. You just make a recording, you'll be able to listen back to it before you send it off. We wanted to thank you all for listening to episode number 172 of HearthCast. We, uh, we really cherish your, your time. So thank you for that. 
Got some iTunes reviews this week from Lord Melvin. Thank you so much. And from Wow Hunter. They both said some pretty amazing things in their comments there. So thank you so much for those guys. And over on uh, Twitter, special thanks going out to Mask Man. Hope you got something to eat, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was hungry after listening to last week's episode. Way to close the show with a Weird Al song, too, by the way. Had you heard that before? I, I don't think I'd heard that one. No. Okay. There is a song by R. Kelly called Trapped in the Closet. Okay. And it was in 12 parts, and each part was three minutes. And it was that same tune over and over 36 minutes. Wow. But the plot of the story is basically about being trapped in the closet while the person you were with, while their significant other comes home. Oh. And it is the most overly dramatic story. There's a gun, there's a dwarf, and like everybody. Dwarf? Yeah. Everybody's in the closet, then they go home, and now someone else is in the tra- in the closet at that home, and it's just. It's very, very, very dramatic. Oh. So part of the irony of this song, Trapped in the Drive-Thru, is not just that it's funny and it's about going through fast food, is that it's this really long, drawn-out song about something so banal as deciding what you're going to eat and then going to the drive-thru. Interesting word. Banal. Yeah, it just means ordinary or droll. You can't use complicated <laughs> words to de- to it's define other complicated words. Just imagine English accent. I was so droll. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yep. <laughs> leave it in the show. <laughs> My accent handicap rears uh, its ugly head. Yes, yeah. that was droll. Okay. And droll means, you know, Baynard, right? Dull or boring, or <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great song. And I actually just posted one verse of it. Oh, there's more. Uh, the whole song's 12 minutes. He did, he does weird out there's does... a saga of going through the drive thru and ordering. Did you mention the drive thru? Yeah, did you mention the drive thru? <laughs> did, did I mention the, I mention the drive thru? Yeah. yeah, yeah, good choice. You said you had the perfect song to end it with, and I think you were correct. I had an epiphany while I was editing, I could tell. Yeah, yeah. I got the I am. <laughs> Which that is actually the name of an energy drink. I know I the epiphany. It. You did. You said there should be an energy drink named Epiphany, and there is an energy drink named Epiphany. There so, is. Yeah. So I guess Blizz is going to come up with another energy drink that we can give our our exactly. round mounts to uh, avoid trademark and whatnot. Yeah, we wouldn't want that. So hey, while you're out calivanting around on the internet, go check out Ego Networks over to egonetworks.com. Rich Fisher leads this group of motley uh, podcasters over there. Not just World of Warcraft podcasts, a lot of other podcasts, Star Wars, uh, some geek stuff over there. Um, yeah, go check them out. Rich is doing an excellent job, and we are all, all proud to be part of that family. Also, go check out the Training Dummies with Hind and Holloway. It's over at thetrainingdummies.com. Check out vote to kick That is over at twitch.tv slash vote2kick. They're live Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Visit the WOW Podcast subreddit for up-to-the-minute updates on all podcasts that have to do with the World of Warcraft. And while you're out on the interwebs, if I could make a suggestion. A suggestion? Yes. Okay. This was published in April by a DJ named Pogo. And this DJ is famous for putting together clips of movies in a way that make an electronic song. Okay. It's really neat. You kind of have to see it to to understand what's so cool about it. 
Um, but he does mostly Disney songs. He did one for Alice in Wonderland, which to me was hypnotizing and uh, hypnotizing. Yeah, and Snow White. Huh. Really neat. But he, Pogo. Pogo. DJ Pogo. DJ Pogo. But he did one called Roarcraft. Roarcraft. Roar as in R O A R. Yes. Roar. Roarcraft. Roar. Where he did the same thing, but he took clips of WoW and really? put it together. From like the cinematics or the gameplay? Uh, the gameplay. Oh, wow. Actually, I think it's a mix. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Pogo. DJ Pogo. DJ Pogo Roarcraft. It's Roarcraft. over on YouTube. Huh. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can put a, uh, we can bet it over on the, on the Facebook page. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I put it up. Oh, you did? Yeah, a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, even better. Yeah. I think I saw it there. Yeah, so it's up on our Facebook page. You can go check it out, or you can go Google um, DJ Pogo. DJ Pogo Warcraft. Yeah. Also, hey, guys, don't uh, don't forget this Sunday, June sixteenth, is Father's Day, and uh, I'm not. I know Freck looked at me because <laughs> we didn't talk about Mother's Day. Well, that's because you're not a mother, but exactly. you're a father. <laughs> so you remember Father's Day. I, I had Mother Day Mother's Day covered. I was good. I got okay. edible arrangements. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Wait, so. is that the chocolate or is that the fruit? It's a fruit that's dipped in the chocolate. Oh. So, yes. <laughs> so that that's like the standard go-to for me right now. Edible arrangements. So Next time you should make your own. Uh, no. Why? Uh, skill, not a There's there. no skill. You melt chocolate, you dip the fruit in it, you let it dry. Oh, no, man. These they, The edible arrangements, uh-huh. the, it looks like a big flower arrangement. They make like stuff looking like flowers and strawberries and, and the pineapple looks like well, a it's heart. It's just arranging it. No, they cut it special. Oh. They're like, of course, I'm sure they probably have like a cookie cutter on the back that it's going to go with, but whatever. It looks good. Well, my sister-in-law's birthday, I made chocolate dipped strawberry and it went over really well. Look at you. It wasn't that uh-huh. hard. You well, dip, I'm just saying. You dip one side, you lay it flat, you dip the other side. I'm just saying Father's Day. June okay, 16th. I'm sorry, Father's Day. So don't forget your dads. Yeah. Yeah. Hook yeah. them down with a game of Warcraft. Show them how to PvP. That's right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do something for them. Just, yeah, just don't forget them. Hug them, give them a handshake, give them a $5 bill, do something for Send them. Send them a card. And grandfathers. You know, I always forget yeah. the grandparents aspect of the Mother's right. Father's Day. And That's here. All right, I'm going to give. I'm going to give a tip. All right. Okay. This is like just mind blown tip right here. Okay. If you are a a dude, all right, and you want to score some points with your, uh, if you're courting somebody, if a girlfriend, you're pretty serious about it, you know, uh-huh. or even if you're, you know, married, doesn't matter. Send a Father's Day card to your significant other's dad. Oh. Yeah. That does that. That's like major pointage. Yeah. Yeah. It can get a little creepy, but it's worth it. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I guess can, it probably depends on how serious you are in the relationship. True. We, no, it's, no. this is if you're serious okay. or if you're, or if if you're you already married. Dating. No, no, no. If you just started dating, you do that, you, no. Uh-uh. Well, if you just so. started dating, you can always wish them Happy Father's Day. Because sure. you can wish everybody that you know who is a father Happy yeah. Father's Day, and it's not weird. I've made that mistake before. When I thought somebody was a mom and I wished her Happy Mother's Day. Did you think she looked pregnant? No. Oh, okay. No, somebody who I thought had kids and they didn't have kids, and so it was a little awkward. Oh. Yeah. So just be careful now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your your free tip from from Root. If you're courting somebody, you want to make an impression with her dad, you know, send her daddy. All right, dating advice from Root. That's unusual. Uh, very yeah. unusual. So. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. 
Shoot an email to contribute at hearthcast.com, tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or send us a voice message on hearthcast.com through SpeakPipe. Like we said earlier, no registration or installation required. We'd again like to thank our sponsor for Season 5, Open Raid. Go check them out today. Get hooked up, get hooked down, get your character set up, and go kill stuff with other people who have the same interests that you do. Get your mounts, get your titles, get your achievements done. It's really cool. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening I said we would like to Thank you